What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Betting Show with me, Sean Sheehan, here on Sherdog.com. And it is, uh, I I would say, fair to say the last big weekend uh, in the world of mixed martial arts before the the slight bit of a Christmas break. We don't really get much of a break here uh, in mixed martial arts, but this is one. There's a big night as well on New Year's Eve, but before the, the, I suppose, the holiday festivities get underway, this is... The, the kind of the last big one. So Bellator card, Bellator um, 289 and UFC 282 as well. The pay-per-view card. So a very, very interesting week uh, in the world of mixed martial arts. I'm here with five bets for you. Last week, not the best week of all time. Like Wonderboy was on his way to winning the flyer and then, you know, the Kevin Holland injury happened. Uh, we had RDA winning inside the distance, so that was a good bet, but the others kind of went by the wayside to not a not a brilliant week. Uh, last week in the world of uh, of the, the sheeting show betting show, but uh, we had one good plus money bet anyway, so, you know. We'll take it, move on, and go forward. As I said, though, always bet responsibly. Don't bet too much. And, uh, you know, keep it even keeled, especially at this time of the year as well. Um, before I get into the bets, I have to mention the the updates for, for James Krause. So we have, uh, I've mentioned this on the show, probably it's probably my third or fourth time now mentioning it, talking about it. And I think a lot of the time uh, I have kind of said, look, it's very interesting in terms of... Um, this story in terms of what's going to happen in terms of where it's going to go but it feels like it's been become even more interesting before that has happened so like no one has been found guilty yet no one nothing you know um long lasting I suppose has happened but what has happened I suppose we you, everyone listening to this has, has probably heard it by now that James Krause is under suspension with the Nevada Athletic Commission we've seen all the betting being restricted in Canada and different provinces and places like that Scott Coker has released a statement over at Bellator um, the UFC has stated that there's I'm just reading here government investigations going on Derek Minor has been released from the promotion so this is a massive 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 story before the I suppose the conclusion to the story has even come out um, and you know it's something if you go back and listen to the show I did when b- before all of this uh, malarkey even happened when the UFC released that um, email to all the fighters and all the coaches and I remember that where they said oh you can't bet in MMA anymore you know obviously kind of a, we don't want any insider betting issues or anything like that and I came on the show and I said I can't believe that it's gone on so long that that has been a, not necessarily allowed but it has been allowed to kind of go under the radar without something being said because you know I've lived in a country my whole life where betting has been normal you know there's betting shops down the town here there's betting I go into Limerick I go up to Dublin go to car there's betting shops shops in every small town you can bet if I wanted to bet on my phone now pull it out here and bet on you know Jan Blachowicz to win the weekend I absolutely could and you could anywhere in the country or anything like that and I know that hasn't always been the case everywhere in America or at least you know legally <laughs> anyway you know I, I know there's VPNs and offshores and all this but I've when I my, my point there is like that here it's the normality to have people banned from betting on their own sports like we see in the Premier League and other places as well and I'm sure rugby and all of that where it's completely out of the question it's it's you see it the odd time happening and then people get banned or they get fined or whatever and it, it's you know it, it's it's something I think that just like 
is a known fact here in terms of like, well, you can't do that, right? And that hasn't always been the case. Obviously, the UFC and MMA is is a very much a, a, a US-based sport. And I I knew it from the very start. And I, I said it on here. I was like, I'm amazed that this has been allowed to go on for so long. Something like this was almost inevitable, I think. Something like this was almost inevitable with people, you know, having their betting shows, putting out their betting picks and all of that. And people involved, like, I can do it. It makes no difference what I do. If I, I have no insider information or anything like that. With people who do, it was, it, was, it was a slippery slope from the very, very start. And it looks, look, it looks really bad. It looks really bad. Looking at that fight looking at the injury coming in, looking at what's happened afterwards, looking at, you know, the, the, the uh, you know, a, a trainer in a, in a big sport having a discard. Like, imagine if the Man United manager had a discard giving out betting tips or, the, the you know, the, the coach of the New England Patriots or something like that. It'd just, it'd just be wild stuff altogether. And, you know, MMA, we somewhat still view it as this kind of niche, small sport. It's not an actual sport, but... To betting it is, it really is, and it's massive in betting into the wider world that's becoming that, and um, we're going to have to move along with the times, and I think this is probably the start of that. I think the UFC sending out that email telling everyone basically not to bet was the start start of it, but this is really, you know, this is where people start to take note, I think. So, look, I'll I'll continue to talk about this when more things happen on it, but... uh, if people have been uh, kind of living under the rock and haven't got the update, that's the update for me on it anyway. So we will, uh, I suppose, it's still a case of watch this space. No one has been, you know, no one has been prosecuted. No one has been, um, I suppose, banned outright. There has been suspensions and different things like that. But we will uh, we will wait with bated breath, I suppose. The whole MMA community will to see where this is going. And uh, yeah. We'll uh, we we'll leave it at that and we'll look forward to uh, to the fights this weekend and, and look to the it, it feels it feels a bit weird moving to the bets after that but you know I don't I don't know have I even met any of these? let me look at my five bets now have I ever met any of them uh, I met Darren Till once actually I saw I saw he fought in the UFC Dublin with the rest of them uh, I uh, I don't think so so uh, and that gives away one of my bets actually I'm not going for Darren Till so we'll get to that bet in a second right. Let's start, so bet number one. So the first two bets from Bellator, the last three are from the UFC. And the first bet I'm going for is Raffian Stotts, uh, who's fighting Danny Sabatello. And he is, right now, let me just get the updated price on him. So he is minus one. He's actually minus 138 right now. So minus 138. When I looked at this uh, yesterday, he was minus 161. So there has been a you know a slight bit of movement. Nothing to worry about or anything there now. But a slight bit of movement uh, in for him. And that even makes that price better. Because, like, I, you look at Raffian's stats, right? And I honestly think he's 18-1, Danny Sabatello 13-1. I honestly think Raffian's stats is... <sighs> He's one of the maybe he's the best 135 pounder in the world. He's right, right up there. You know, okay, he lost to Mirab Jashvili on the the ROC scene in 2017, but he hasn't lost before or after that. And he's fought some very, very good guys. Like even if you look at Caspel, Keith Lee, Josh Hill on the way up to fighting Magomed Magomedov and Juan Arcelena. And the biggest reason I'm picking him to win here against Danny Sabatello is that Magomed Magomedov fight. I was so unbelievably impressed with that. It's just over a year now since uh, since that happened, or maybe uh, 16 months ago. And 
you know, we, even three rounds, I won a decision against Magomed Magomedov. His wrestling was better. He wasn't able, Magomed Magomedov wasn't able to take him down or dominate him. Stott showed he had the best, re, better wrestling. He showed he was the better all-around fighter. And if, look, this is a pretty simple breakdown for me. If Sabatello is to win this fight, I think he wins it on the ground. I think Stotts is a better striker than him. I think he's a better all-around fighter than him. And the only way I think Sabatello, no famous last words, but in my opinion, the only way Sabatello wins this fight is to take the fight to the ground and win it there. Now, Stotts, okay, Stotts isn't the biggest finisher in the world. He isn't the biggest knockout artist. He isn't the biggest submission artist or anything like that, although he can finish you. But I just think he's a very good technical fighter, a very good all-around fighter, and a guy who is very hard to dominate. And a guy like Sabatello is a guy who dominates people. You know, that's kind of his style. And, you know, there, there's lots of comparisons, I suppose, with him and, and Colby in, in more than one way. But I I love the comparison with Colby. I was actually thinking about it there as, as I was making this pick. And you look at Colby, right, and he dominates and dominates and dominates until he gets to a certain level where obviously, you know, no one is, is going to dominate an Usman or, or, or a certain other people in, in the, the very top of the division. And when you can't do that, it it kind of just takes away that the, special, the speciality of what you do, you know? If you were to kind of pick a guy apart, and, and you know, it's it's hard it's hard to fucking explain this, I suppose, but if you're if you're to pick a guy apart or say what to do what like Ad and Adesanya has been doing for years, it's easier to translate like picking apart a Rob Wilkinson or a Derek Brunson or whatever to picking apart even, you know, Pereira, which he didn't, or uh Robert Whitaker or whatever it might be. It's it's kind of easier to translate that. It might be a closer fight. You know, against the top guys, but it's easier to do that. But it's very hard, I think, to translate like a Colby Covington Sabatello style where you're dominant, dominant, dominant to a guy at the very, very top of the division who can't be dominated. You know? And then you have to win a closer fight. Or you have to win a fight that's kind of alien to you, if you want to put it that way. Like a, a close jabbing match that you win 50 45 is not too far away from a, a or sorry, a, a dominant jabbing match, you win 30-45, is not too far away from a close jabbing match, you win three rounds to two. Where a 50-45 wrestling domination or a 50-43 or whatever it might be is very different from nicking three rounds in a close fight where you fail to get takedowns and maybe four of the rounds. It's, it's so, so different. And I just think that is going to be the case here for Sabatello. I think he'll be stopped from dominating. And when he is stopped from dominating, I think he's going to have to find another way. He's going to have to find another way. And can he do that? In my opinion, no, I don't think he can. And I think, <coughs> uh, look, I think Stotts, he can dominate, you know, just like Sabatella does. But I think the close fight is a one where Stotts will actually find his way to the top and I think he will win this fight I actually I don't think it'll be as close maybe as that I think five rounds as well Stotts is is a good style for it especially I think if he can stop the wrestling of Sabatello early you know I'm sure Sabatello can wrestle no problem take him down for five rounds but what if he stopped in the first second third round is he going to be still have that cardio to, to box and to kickbox in the fourth and fifth when he's used to wrestling so much that'd be an issue for me so 
look, it's a very, very interesting mind. I made it very simplistic there. Look, if I was given, if I was giving you a full technical breakdown or whatever, I'd, I'd, I'd go further. But when we're talking about betting, I'm looking at it from the betting point of view. I like that price. Let me just check the price again. Minus one thirty eight on stats. I think it should be bigger than that, if I'm being honest. And uh, I, I think that's a very, very good price. So that's bet one. Raffian starts to defend his interim Bantamweight title. Where's Sergio Pettis? Is Sergio still around? Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll see what that, about that one. Uh, but yeah, minus 138. I'm actually going for the second um, semi-final. It's the semi-final now, isn't it? Yeah, the, the Bellator Bantamweight tournament for my next bet. Bet number two. Uh, I'm going for Megamed Megamedov at... Um, let me just let me just a hundred percent check now. He is he's actually gone in as well. I think he's, look, the, the bet only recently came out, uh, so there, there's always a bit of movement when the, the price has just come out. It was minus one forty five yesterday. He's into minus one twenty five now against Patchy Mix. And if I'm being honest, I thought this price would go the other way. Now there are it's a bit wider than some other books and other places as well, but minus one twenty five is the reference price here. We can, you can have obviously have a look around and see where your favorite book has it. But to me, I find this very hard to see it going any other way than to Megamed Megamedov. Now, the one way I suppose I could see it is Patchy getting a submission. He's a very very good submission. He's a very good submission artist. Tough to deal with on the ground as well when he. Um, when he is throwing up submissions, when he is working that way, but you know, I I have a rule when picking fights, and uh, I I generally try to stick by it. Um, and that is when someone's wrestling. It, when oh sorry, when you have a very good wrestler against a good jujitsu guy, always pick the wrestler. Always pick the wrestler in an MMA fight, and that's what I'm doing here now. Megamed Megamedov is not just a wrestler, you know, he can strike, we saw him in there with obviously Petr Yan for uh, a couple of fights, and okay, Yan, you know, won a lot of the striking uh, aspects of the fight, but Megamed Megamedov can strike as well, now Patchy can strike as well, I don't think his striking is is amazing, um, but he's a guy, Patchy Mix is a guy to me, who always sort of, uh, maybe overachieves is the wrong word, but, you know, he beat Horiguchi, in uh, over five rounds, uh, he beat James Gallagher obviously in the fight I was at, which was pretty evenly contested, I suppose, for the first kind of um, maybe round and a half, two rounds of it, and then he he kind of pulled away early in the third and was able to get the the guillotine. Um, but I I think oh you know when he goes in there against someone like Magomed Magomedov, who is not going to be afraid to go to the ground with him. Now, I, I, look, Gallagher, I don't think, was afraid to go to the ground with, with him. You know, he's a very good submission artist as well. And obviously, it ended up going good for, for, for Patchy. But this is a different sort of way. More, like, most guys try to keep the fight on the feet, I would say, against Patchy, because they think, oh, I better strike it on him, and he's going to be dangerous on the ground. But I think Megamed Megamedov will be happy enough to fight it anywhere. Like, this could turn into a striking match. Like, who's going to win that? Um, I think, like... I wouldn't say either of them are great strikers. I think Megamed Megamedov is slightly better. Um, and I think he'd probably win a striking matchup. But Patchy has some good level. Of, you know, some of the fights I just mentioned there are a good level of fights. I like. I just think if uh, Megamedov can win on the feet, I'll, you know, I keep ahead on the feet even. If the fight goes to the ground, I really... Like, I think he can kind of claim rounds. 
you know, and not not to say oh the late take down win the round or anything like that, but like let's say there's three minutes on the feed, it's relatively close. Maybe Mega 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 Medov is a little bit ahead, and you know there's a couple of scrambles, and the last minute of the fight, he takes the fight to the ground, lands a bit of ground upon, and seals the round. Let's say about that rather than steals the round, seals the round. I could see that happening, you know, two or three times throughout it, and a little bit like the um. The the Yan first round against uh, against O'Malley that I, I think it it was a little bit a little bit like that but maybe you know maybe in a more clear way if you want to put it that way so yeah that's the the second bet I'm going for and I'm going for it because of that I'm going for it to, I think the slight edge in striking possibly but the edge in wrestling I think will take him the fight and I think the fact that he like Megamed Megamedov has never been submitted in 21 fights and it's hard to see him getting submitted and the best way for Patchy Mix to win the fight is probably to submit him. Nine submission wins himself, uh, Megamed, Megamedov has and I think, you know, I, I don't, the, 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 the prop bets aren't out yet as I record this but him by submission I think wouldn't be a bad bet. So that's the second bet of the week. Megamed, Megamedov, minus 125 to beat Patchy Mix. Right, the next bet I am going for uh, is Paddy Pimblet to win by submission and that is plus 235 and uh, I really like this bet he's fighting obviously Jared Gordon in the Coleman event at UFC 282 uh, in a very interesting matchup I think it is uh, I think it's good matchmaking by the UFC I think it's a step forward for Paddy Pimblet but not too much of a step forward uh, either um, I'm Look, the reason I'm going for Paddy Pimble by submission is because it's such a good price. And I feel like people are still having a hangover from not really seeing all of Paddy Pimblet's fights outside of the UFC, seeing him coming in there striking a lot. Now he has one, one, what was it, one fight by submission anyway, yeah. Um, and I feel like the betting prices have yet to actually register what it makes Paddy Pimblet a good fighter. And that is his ability to submit guys and, uh, and you know, take them down and submit them. I said earlier about the wrestler and the grappler, uh, and I was picking, uh, sorry, the wrestler and the jiu-jitsu guy, and I was picking the, the jiu-jitsu guy. I don't think necessarily, like, I, I could see both of them taking each other down here. I don't think there's a massive wrestling discrepancy. Maybe you could call Jordan a better wrestler, but uh, or Gordon even a better wrestler. But Paddy Pimlet can wrestle as well, and he is... He, he kind of sometimes pulls guards by himself or, you know, goes for a flying triangle. Paddy is a little bit different in terms of the, you know, the way he, you know, if he comes up against a hard-nosed wrestler, he's lost in the past. You know, we've seen against Nad Naramani, against Sarlenbach, both took him down and were able to beat him that way. But the way Paddy goes for submissions is a little bit different, I think. But he can get the fight to the ground himself as well, whether it maybe is a big shot or a big scramble or whatever. So I, I don't necessarily think early anyway this will be uh, Jared Garden taking him down and wrestling him to a win. Now, there's a longer argument there that maybe in the future that is the way to beat Paddy Pim, that we, we'll talk about that maybe uh, after the fight or maybe at another time. I I see this one being a very interesting fight, to be honest, because, look, we, anyone who watches Paddy and has watched him for years knows that he's a very dangerous fighter, a very good fighter, but also, like, a slightly flawed fighter. Um, I think... The big issue for Paddy here, and the winning and losing of this fight early anyway, is how well that Jared Gordon deals with that pace. Because I've said it already this week, but Paddy's not a liar. Like Paddy tells the truth. Paddy says he's going to come out, he's going to go forward, and he's going to try to take her head off. He will. 
He absolutely will, you know? And how Jared deals with that is how this fight, I suppose, will come to a conclusion early. Or if it does come to a conclusion early. Because if he wills like some other guys to Paddy's pressure and the hype and the crowd, Paddy will get probably hit him with a few shots, end up, you know, getting the fight to the ground, jumping on the back and rear naked joking him. Like Paddy's a lot of experience. People seem to forget that. They keep thinking he's a young guy, an up and comer. Paddy's in his prime right now, you know? Uh, which is, you know, a good thing and a bad thing, if we're being honest. But he is used to the big crowds. He's fought in front of his hometown in Liverpool in front of massive crowds with massive pressure on him. He is, you know, he's experienced the level already. And Gordon has as well in terms of big fights, but not in terms of maybe the, the pressure that Paddy has fought, uh, faced. If he can deal with the madness early, if his head doesn't go, if he doesn't lose it, then we have a very interesting conversation. Because what happens to Paddy if he's put two hard rounds in trying to get the finish. What happens to him in the third round? How does the fight go from there? That is, to me, the, the interesting part of this fight and the questions I would like to ask coming in. Now, having gone back and watched a good... Obviously, I know all the Paddy Pimble, no need to do that, but watched a bit of, of Jared Garden as well. I think size might play a factor here. And, you know, Paddy is just a a big strong guy as well you know it's amazing how he made 145 and you know we always talk about his weight and everything like that but he he seems to be using it a little bit better I think that's the biggest improvement look his offensive striking has improved an awful lot as well defensively maybe still an issue but I think he, how he uses his strength and how he uses his I suppose madness early is the biggest improvement in Paddy's game and I think you can kind of use that you know Jared Garden's not the not the biggest guy uh in the world, I mean, if I if I can just pull him up here quickly and look at look at our size, but Jared Garden, five foot nine, uh, where Paddy Pimble, I, I uh, what is Paddy Pimble five ten? But yeah, I think it I think it's bigger than that. It, there's probably you know if it's it might be one point nine 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 inches of a difference there, maybe or something. I just and we see it the stare down as well. If that if that is a bigger factor, but I think Paddy will be the kind of the guy who's able to push the pace harder early. And if he can have a little bit more power than Garden, I think the fight will end up getting to, the, to scrambles, whether it's Garden going for a takedown, Paddy maybe pushing on top of him, being aggressive, getting on top and getting the submission there. Or Paddy himself being able to maybe land a big shot and, you know, submit him when the fight goes to the ground. That's how I, that's how I see the fight going if I was to guess, right? I think... And I, I've been on the record as saying that I think Paddy has issues and I think... I don't think this run will go on forever... Uh, although it'd be great it, I, and I hope it does I hope it goes all the way and wins the championship but I there, uh, I foresee a fight where Paddy gets into big trouble and ends up losing is this the fight? it, it could be it, it, it could be it definitely could be I don't think it will be though I think this is a fight where uh, Paddy gets the fight to the ground and gets the, the submission uh, in the early rounds so that is my bet plus 235 for Paddy Pimblett to win the decision Sorry, to win by submission. To win by submission, not to decision. I'm looking at my ne- next bet, my fourth bet for the decision. That's where I got it from. Um, Darren Till versus Drickus Duplessis. Fight to go to a decision. That's plus 140. Uh, either guy can win. Obviously, just the fight to go to a decision. Could be a draw. I actually... I, I think this could be a draw. <laughs> and I don't know. I have an awful feeling this fight could be a draw. But plus 140 anyway to go to a decision. Um... I was talking to someone this week and they're, they're reminding me of Drickus Duplessis and, and his fights against Roberto Saldic and 
<clears throat> his ability to wrestle that we sometimes forget. Like, I think if this was a straight kickboxing match or my time match or whatever, Darren Till would have a great, great, massive chance here. And I do, th- I still do think he has a good chance, to be fair. Like, sometimes we forget that Darren Till is actually a good fighter. Now, if I was to pick straight up here who I think will win, I would go for Drickus Duplessis, no doubt about it. I just, I don't think Paddy is, oh, sorry, um, Darren is what he used to be, if you want to put it that way. And I think Drickus's pressure and uh, kind of madness on defeat will, uh, 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 maybe I should, uh, I should say this a different way, but I think what makes Drickus Duplessis uh, effective recently, or what has made him effective recently, will actually make this fight closer. And what I mean by that is that aggression, those uh, that pushing the fight forward, going for it, will actually benefit Darren Till. Like Till's, I, I think some of Till's biggest issues, obviously, you know, he's had an issue with wrestling in the past as well, but I, I think some people are kind of, you know, a bit wary about striking with him. And I think Duplessis will strike with him for long periods. Now, I mentioned earlier about the wrestling as well. And if he can get that wrestling going and get Till down over and over and over, we could be in for a very, very different night. But if he does strike with him, I think Till has the ability to kind of pick him off a little bit. Because Drickus Duplessis, he's impressed a lot of people recently, but I actually haven't been that impressed with his striking. I think it's too open. I think he gets hit way too much. And Darren Till, if he can if he can avoid a lot of the big shots and land some of his own, he could put Drickus Duplessis out here. I, I, do you know, I fully believe that. But now I've gone, gone for it to be a decision. And the reason I've gone for it to be a decision is because I will think there will be a bit of a variety in this fight. I think Duplessis... Uh, I, I was going to say he's stupid enough to keep going and <laughs> doing this for a while. but And maybe that is. You need to be a bit stupid. Like, but to go forward and kind of walk into them a lot of till shots for the first maybe round and a half, I could see that. And then after that, maybe switching up, going, you know, trying to take to the ground, fight to the ground, trying to push till against the cage, trying to make it uh, a fight like that. And I think till will try to, in that early part, make it a fight where he is picking off uh, Duplessis, where he is jabbing from the outside or he is throwing leg kicks from the outside making it a more even fight so I think the first half of the fight will be Till trying to kind of slow it down and make it more even and I think the second half of the fight will be Duplessis trying to do that because it didn't work in the first half of the fight and that's why I think it'll go to a decision so all in all look if uh, this is a fight I think where someone can dominate whether it is Duplessis with the wrestling or just with the aggressiveness on the feet he, you know, he can dominate this fight. Now, I think Till could dominate by just picking him off. Probably less likely, I would say, because, as I said, Duplessis has ways of changing things up, and I think that's what will win him the fight in the end. But there is the there is the possibility that Duplessis just kind of thinks he's winning throughout the fight as Till is picking him off. But I, I think that all kind of plays into this one going to a decision. Now... <sighs> It's probably not, it's probably on my bet of the week if I'm if I'm being honest, but I do like that price. I think plus one forty is a good price for it. Um, I think a lot of it to, for me has got to do with uh, Duplessis maybe being a little bit overrated and maybe Till being a little bit underrated at this stage of his career. Now at points that wasn't always the case, but uh, yeah, fight cost decision plus one forty. Right, my flyer of the week. Um, 
is simply Jan Blachowicz to win by decision at plus 550. I, I don't know about you, but I think this fight, and let me just give you the straight up prices. So Blachowicz plus 215, minus 255 for Ankalaev. I think this fight is a lot closer than that. I really do. And I think this is going to be a very, very nip and tuck close fight. They're both very similar fighters. Um, both like to be good technical fighters. Ankalaev maybe a little bit, fights a little bit longer. But Blahovic is such an underrated kickboxer and he has the ability to kickbox against anyone. We saw that uh, against Israel Adesanya. Both have a takedown. Both have the ability to, to, to win on the ground. Uh, Blahovic, I would say, is probably a little bit stronger. And Kalayev maybe a little bit more technical of a wrestler, if you want to put it that way. Um, and I think it's going to be an even fight throughout. I really, really do. I think, I think this is going to be a, a three rounds to two, four rounds to one sort of fight. That's what I, I really see here. Blahovic has the power. He can land big shots. He can take rounds with big shots. And... I think he's a really great price, honestly. If you're like, if you're to give, I always say it here, if you're to give me even money between both of them, I honestly don't know who I'd pick. I really, I really don't know who I'd pick. I, I think it's a very, very close fight, and I do, I really think, I really think this one will go to a decision. We we'll, look, we'll just quickly here look at the odds of what it is to just go to a decision. Fights go to a decision, plus one forty. I like that. I was actually looking at that as one of my bets. I just didn't want to give two bets from the same fight. But I really, really like that fight to uh, to go to a decision at plus one forty as well uh, as the Till uh, Duplessis fight, maybe even more. And it's actually way more. I, I think I like that to go to a decision. So if you want to like five point five bets there, but the the fact that you can, I think it'll go to decision, and Blahovic win that decision is plus five fifty. I just. You know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have a call wrong in terms of who will win or who will dominate. But I do think I have a right in terms of it going long and it being a close fight. And if Blahovic can nick around where maybe Ankalaev is winning and he just lands that big shot or maybe gets a takedown and lands a couple of elbows or something like that, that could really be the difference. And plus 550 for that, I, I think that's a really good price. So... That's it. That's my flyer for the week, and those are my uh, my five bets. Let's run through the, the prices here for uh, for both of the cards. Uh, let's start with uh, Bellator. Um, the straight up prices for Sabatello and Stats. Um, Stats is as I said minus one thirty eight. Sabatello is plus one eighteen. If you do fancy Sabatello, you know I don't, I really don't. I really fancy Stats there. I think that's a great price. Uh, the flyweight. Uh, title fight as well Juliana Velasquez trying to def- uh, not defend her title Liz Carmouche is defending her title Liz is plus 145 minus 170 for La- for Velasquez obviously we we kind of all saw the possible early stoppage the last time Velasquez was ahead um, I think that's a good price on Velasquez I do think she will win that Megamed Megameda plus uh, sorry minus 125 Patchy Mix plus 105 then we have Anthony Adams a big underdog a plus 600 over the minus uh, 850 Rasta I'll obviously go for Rasta there uh, Randy Field back here again minus one, uh, 265 I'm going for Randy there over Christina uh, Katsikis at plus 205 Denise Keelholz big fan of Denise I think it's a great price in order minus 175 over plus 150 earlier uh, Joanna and Arya Stark um, she's a good fighter but I don't think she's on the level of Keelholz I think Keelholz is very very good 
Always a big fan of watching horror fights. Really, really big fan of horrors. Uh, Chris Lachoni, plus 200, minus 260 against Cody Law. Like Law there as well. Jaleel Winnis against Kyle Crutchmere. Crutchmere minus 240. So, you know, some of these um, uh, uh, prospects for Bellator are coming up are getting... We see by the betting lines here, getting into closer fights. So, you know, good stuff there. Minus, plus 190 for uh, for Willis, uh, minus 240 for Crutchmere. I still go for Crutchmere there. Uh, Kai Kamaka, the third, minus 275, plus 215 for Kevin Bohm. Mark Liminger as well is very close, minus um, two, minus 129 to minus 101 for Mike Lombardo. And in Caspell, the aforementioned is fighting Jared Scoggins, minus 600 for Scoggins. Caspell plus four. 25. Caspell's a good fighter. You know, that might be a good price, might be a good flyer there, but I would go for Scoggins. And Pat Downey, what a massive price he is, minus 1500 against the plus 750. Uh, Christian Eccles, uh, expect a lot of wrestling there. Um, let's talk about the UFC. We go from bottom to the top here. Poor old OSP, another fight out last night. I don't know who he's fighting. He don't, I don't think he's fighting anyone now. So, um, it's very unfortunate. Maybe they'll they'll replace him. Also, the, the Panzanibia Lawler fight is off, I believe. So very unfortunate. This card has has taken a lot of hits, but it's still it's still a good card. Not maybe not a great card. Anyway, uh, Simon and Coslo. Simon is the favorite minus two seventy five plus two thirty five for the other lad, whoever he is. Uh, Salvador minus one eighty seven against the Silva plus one sixty two. T J Brown to Silva very very close minus one ten for both of them. Um, I'm very interested in this Billy Q. Alex Hernandez fight. Now, Alex Hernandez is one of these guys who blows hot and cold. He is plus 140 or minus 160 for Billy Quantillo. What's this price to finish inside the distance? Plus 130. I like that price here. Um, I think someone will be finished. I think Hernandez is one of those guys. He either gets finished or he finishes someone. I like that one there. Uh, Jackie Buckley, Chris Curtis. That should be a fun technical fight. Plus 142 for Curtis. Minus 162 for Buckley. Curtis has kind of, he was very good, very, very, very good, very good. And then big kind of game planning issues recently. Uh, Buckley sometimes has similar issues. I, I'd probably just about go for Buckley there. Jay Perrin, plus 200 minus 230 for Raul Rosas Jr. <coughs> um, Edmund Shabazzian is back here, minus 275. Dalsha Ambula, two plus 235. Well, Shabazzian is a hard guy to bet on, if we're being honest. If we're being honest, he, he can fight, and he's good boxing when he does do it, but, you know, maybe maybe Shabazzian KO, it's only plus 135. I would, do you know what, I'd avoid that fight. I'd avoid it. Uh, Chris Dawkins, plus 147, minus 172 for Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck, another guy who kind of blows hot and cold. I would expect him to win that fight. I think he is a, the better fighter, but mm, it could be a boring decision. Fight go to decision plus two fifty. I I think that is probably the most likely outcome. Maybe 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 maybe. Um, and then till duplicity plus one sixty five for till minus one ninety for duplicity. I think that was bigger before, was it? Yeah, it was no, it wasn't actually. But yeah, I I think that. Do you know what? I think that's right. I think that price is just about right. Um, I. Uh, I think it is a close fight. I think it is a close fight, and it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Then Jared Garden plus two seventeen, Paddy Pimmett minus uh, two fifty seven. We'll have a closer look at that. If you fancy Garden to get the finish, plus eight hundred for the knockout. 
Pimlet uh, to get the the knockout plus three twenty five. Obviously, the submission plus two thirty five. There, so some good odds uh, on that one. If you think the final go to decision plus one forty five, let's have a look. Actually, just at the draw, I have an awful feeling till Duplessis could be a draw. Fight is a draw plus six six or. Oh, six, uh, 6,600. I like that one. I love it. Love it. And in the main event, Blahovic straight up plus 215, minus 255 for Um, I love the fight to go to decision, as I said, plus 140. If you fancy a knockout, we have Ankalaev plus 175. I think that's... I definitely avoid that. Uh, plus 500 for Blahovic to get the, the knockout. Um... Blahovic wins inside distance plus 375 fancy a submission there's big prices there plus 1200 for Blahovic plus 600 for Ankalaev um, as I said Blahovic win decision plus 550 if you like Ankalaev to win decision it's only plus 110 no sorry sorry I got that wrong let me just look again plus 200 plus 200 for Ankalaev to win the decision so that's actually not a bad price either to be honest so, some good prices honestly around there it's just, it's just it's about picking the right ones so um, here are my picks again just to quickly recap Rafian starts straight up money line uh, minus one thirty eight. Mega Med Mega Medov minus one twenty five. I'm going for Paddy Pimblet by submission plus two thirty five. Till and Duplessis the fight to go to decision at plus one forty. Uh, and Imblahovic to win by decision at plus five fifty. All right, those are my bets for the week. Bet responsibly. Thanks everyone for listening. My name is Sean Chi and for Sherdog.com, and I'll see you all next time.